Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Woo! I never asked for a free ride. Dun, dun, dun. I only asked for the show me a real good time. It's coming down on me. That's how I was on Monday morning at midnight with that storm. It was incredible. Did you watch it? Yeah, I, w- I was awake at that point. I heard the rain coming and then I had all this like soil and like dead plants in my patio area that i was like oh i'm gonna clean them out like this week Mm. and then just quickly was like oh my god i have to like get them out now or it's gonna be truly a flood yeah of just like dirt soil and dirt did you do it so then i ran and yeah i like ran them all gathered them all up ran them out threw them away 
cleaned up, like swept a little bit. And then by the time that it finally started coming down, I just sat on my porch smoking a cig and watching it all. Hell yeah. I was like, look at the destruction, yeah. Mother Nature. Yes, and all my, Cackling. All my plants are safe inside. You've- yeah, I rescued a plant. One of my neighbors, <laughs> tattletale time, mm. one of my neighbors try, like threw away a very beautiful, like big plant and or someone put it in the dumpster of my building and I saw it like sticking out and I was like, hey, that plant is like still kicking in a lot. Like I can't let this plant just like die in a dumpster. So I rescued it and then kept it on my patio for a few days and then finally like repotted it on Sunday. So now you're like, now it's like thriving. I'm like a full blown, I trash a dumpster diver. You're like, you are not my child. (laughs) Yeah, my first ever rescue plant. Feels good. Adopt, don't shop, okay? You guys went through your first storm together. Like she, They're fully in your family now. Yeah, and also rainwater is so good for plants. Yeah, it was... We were going... We were about to go to bed and Simon said, did you see that? And I was like, what? And then <laughs> I saw the flash myself and then we opened the windows and just watched. And it was... It felt healing, and I knew everyone else was watching it in L.A., and I felt like, Mm -hmm. because our city is sort of going through a really dark time right now, it felt sort of like a gift. Yeah. L.A. sucks ass right now, and that storm was the best thing that's happened in months. That was maybe my favorite thing that happened all year. Yeah. Possibly. Also... Southern California rarely gets thunderstorms. No, not like that. Like that is maybe one the first one in the twelve years I've lived here that I've seen. Maybe there's been another yeah. one. I can't remember it off the top of my head, but that felt really exciting right. because even when I lived in Chicago for college, like for a few years, Chicago in the Midwest gets thunderstorms all the time. Oh yeah. And one of my joys in life was to just like open the blinds and watch Mother Nature wreak havoc on the world yeah. and then you just don't get that in Cali. No, I mean, there was nothing better than like a New York City thunderstorm in the summer, like looking out the door of leading onto the roof and just seeing like the skyline of Manhattan and lightning. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely have missed the East Coast thunderstorm element that I grew up with, but it was, it felt rare and kind of weird and like a little unsettling, but like also very healing and kind of. I don't know. It felt like a good omen. It's good for everyone. Also, we haven't gotten any rain. I'm no. like super worried about like re-entering drought zone. And yeah. like, it felt nice to have one rain yeah. that's happened. Normally, it's like very rainy right now. But yeah, when I first moved to LA, <laughs> love this LA weather talk. When I, I first- love Almanac. <laughs> Welcome to Almanac Welcome Talk to with Paul- Lauren Carey. <laughs> Paul Richards Almanac. Um, I'm like, we reported one inch of rain this year. Yeah. And last year, we had a few inches. Worried about the drought. <laughs> when I first moved here in 2017, I, it was, the first month, there was this like horrific rainstorm one weekend. Do you remember that? Where it was like flooding. Yes. It started on a Friday. People were like buying sandbags. People yeah. were literally like, your house is going to flood and just wash away down Ugh. a flooded river down the streets. And everyone got so dramatic. And like, yeah, we were Ivan so- was like... Is she going to flood? And then it didn't. I just like made soup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a 
kind of how naive were we mm-hmm. to think of what but was coming. But it was coming. a fun, it was a fun rainstorm though. Yeah, and the the rain yesterday was great. It just it felt like a real. I felt like I was back in New York City. Mm-hmm. Cold, rainy Sunday. Even though it, it was, was a like a transporting, it was like a transportative moment that mm-hmm. took us out of this hell city and into like a whole new yeah. existence. Now, but now we're back. Now we're back to stark, bright sunlight and dryness and wind yeah and plague but <laughs> for one brief shining moment there was a camelot and i saw a transformer explode and that was exciting oh my god fun Over you have a really good view for seeing just like shit go down yeah it was a green and blue flash and it was amazing cool and it was nice like i went to bed feeling kind of renewed i love that I was like, this could either be a good omen or a bad omen, but I'm, I'm honestly okay with either. Like I'm. Yeah, I'll take what I can get. I'll take any break from the sameness is like a welcome oh, experience. Yeah. yeah, I'm. Oh my god! There's. <laughs> do you hear that? The wind. The helicopter. No. Oh. There's been like a frenzy. There was a helicopter that went over today. I need you to see this. Tony. 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 Hey. Look at this. Come here. Laura. Look at that helicopter. Oh my God. Is that an Uber? Uh, no. It's like an arm. What is that? It's a military helicopter. Holy shit. But like fully Terminator Dark Fate they're coming for us but i was just like my whole this morning the whole apartment started shaking and i was like oh and i went outside and i was just like oh okay like this is so fucking weird like i was just like of course like yeah sure this is i'll just see this site and be like this is normal yeah it's very star wars there was another i think there was a helicopter flying really low by my place yesterday too which i'm always like prep i'm I always prepare to like hear like a bomb drop or something or like have a <laughs> missile fired. Like when they're really close, I'm like, just end it now. Like <laughs> don't, don't make me question anymore. I'm ready. Yeah. I love being like, I could go outside and look, but I will not. And I will instead <laughs> imagine. You're like, what's why happening. is this happening? <laughs> but it's, Inside. Meanwhile, it's just like traffic or like some yeah. person's running between houses in the backyards. Um, wait, we need to talk about... Well, first of all, I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening and to... And you're listening to... Sexy... Sexy... Unique... Unique... Podcast. Insatiable, insatiable... Bitch... Bitch... Goddesses! Two. Series two. The Crown, series two. Fleabag, series two.
Okay, so we need to talk about... Hilaria? Hilaria. The news that's taken inexplicably kind of taken over the world to a point where I now believe that like the government and the media is using this to deflect from something far more important. Like CNN is reporting about this. I'm like, guys, can you not? Yes. Like, Oh my God. It's all over. It's like, she's gone national. Wow. Well, she's certainly, she's She's gone national. She's (laughs) finally gone international. She did it. Which she did that. All she ever wanted was to be international. And now she is. She okay. Like, Hilaria Baldwin went. <laughs> I've never seen someone go greater lengths to deny that they're from Boston. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, when you don't want to be from Boston, I get it. <laughs> Jk, we love you. Let's have us there for a tour. Yeah, we'll be in Boston soon <laughs> enough. But I'm, I'm just a- saying. No, you're right. It's like it's like. I mean, all my friends, like my core group of friends are all mass holes and like I, they rep hard, but to their extent of repping hard, she is refusing to rep and she's instead is like to repping a, Madrid. She's repping Mallorca. <laughs> Mallorca, Madrid. Mallorca. Ja, 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 ja. <laughs> so for anyone who doesn't know, and if you don't know, you're probably living a fruitful life but uh. literally like <laughs> true non-english speakers know at this point because this has taken it's taken over the globe as like the top it's insane actually and i have and to, I think we, we have, all need to like chill out about it and just like move on but we also need to give credit where credit's due and really credit tracy morrissey for going like she i think was one of the people that really there was that initial tweet thread and i think tracy really took that and went into an either deeper investigation of it. I love. She said that Alec Baldwin blocked her. <laughs> so, like, again, Tracy Morrissey coming in with the truthers of, like, exposing these scammers. Coming in with a magnifying glass, Sherlock fucking Holmes, and saying, let's look a little bit closer at this. Fucking amazing. Like, so. I didn't see her story about it. Oh, she did, like, what Jamila Jamil kind of. Just, I'm sensitive. sure it's in her highlights. Oh, yeah, it's on Everyone her, follow. It's on her highlights. Um, but it is truly a crazy, like, Jessica Fletcher fucking descent into, like, lifting the mask off a of Scooby-Doo villain. And that be- that villain being <laughs> Alaria Baldwin, whose real name is, Ilaria. like, Hillary Hayworth. <laughs> but if you didn't know, so Alec Baldwin... Is, is it his third wife or second wife third wife it's an additional wife yeah it's not his first it's a, it's one of his wives his many wives is they've been married for like 12 years now she's her name is elaria baldwin she's a spanish american writer health guru she's yoga, a yoga teacher dancer she got big she was already kind of big and then they married and then it kind of raised her profile and she was making a lot of like today show appearances and doing cooking with like Hoda and Kathy Lee. Like she was starting to become like a, a New York kind of like Billy Joel's ex-wife. Yeah. And she's like a lifestyle slash mommy blogger, but really thin and the thinnest person has, you'll ever see. And also has like, she's 12, a very thin person, she has like 12 has kids, a brood, but I will say, I don't think I've, and any goop heads correct me if I'm wrong. I've never seen her on goop. Yeah, she's not, 
She's I don't, if you're not on Goop, you are truly not my health yeah. and wellness expert. You know, That's all I'll say. I have a feeling Gwyneth like did not acknowledge her. Yeah, and you know that they've probably like rubbed elbows in the Hamptons. For sure. They're all in that New York City celeb circle. But um, yeah, someone posted a Twitter thread last week that was like, can we talk about Hilaria Baldwin's fake Spanish accent? And all these videos of her surfaced from like 2010 or 2012 where she was like fully speaking in like a like heavy, heavy, thick Sp- Spanish American accent. Like saying like to the point where she was like, how you say cucumber in English? And the woman's like cucumber. <laughs> like did not. And she's like, manage is good. Manage is so good. Like she was doing a full like. And I, pardon my accent, I'm Im- just imitating her, but she was doing like a full on, I am, English is my second language, ESL, uh, lost in translation. And then like a week or two ago, she posted a video on her Instagram where she was plugging something and she had a full American, like normal American woman accent, like had mm-hmm. no trace of Spanish in her dialect at all. Yeah. She was like plugging something and she's like, yeah, this is like my favorite thing. Like, I love this. I swear by it. I, blah, blah, as a mom, it's really, and then all these other videos came up of her where she's now dropped her accent and now she's just inexplicably non-Spanish. Correct? And didn't her Wikipedia say at one point that she was like born in Spain or something? Well, she's told, she's told a myriad of, uh, tall tales about it like she's born in spain she's, she's born in boston but grew up in spain her family lives in spain now she's has dual citizenship she's she was raised going back and forth her parents are both from america they're like very caucasian non-spanish and like but they live in spain now i guess they live in spain now but they're full like tracy and in her investigating went pointed out that her family on her mom's side i think goes back to the mayflower so she's fully like so american yeah and she has absolutely no spanish lineage at all like they did like a she has has, she's like not spanish at all but then in many articles she was or many interviews she was like the wedding was so amazing like 30 to 40 of my spanish relatives came over and you know like obviously that means a, a big party like she went far in on it yeah and now she's doubling down being like i never i always like i'm I'm proud of my diverse background and like the way I was raised. Like now she's making it like we're attacking her for being different. Well, did you watch her like whole apology video? Yeah, it was unhinged. Yeah, I kind of was like, okay, I got like kind of what you're saying. Like you're, you've never been like my yoga guru or my chosen like mommy blogger, but like, Love your microbladed brows, and I wish you well. You the real the real person that freaked me out in all of this the most, and I think the thing that I'm coming away realizing is that Alec Baldwin is fully insane. Oh yeah, like he he's the one. Like I'm like two eyes emoji on him because I think like he I don't like Hilaria. I'm like do whatever you want. You really haven't hurt anyone. Like please keep breeding like do you but alec like she deserves a medal for being married to that person you're totally right i mean the real takeaway 
is that because I watched his video, yeah, and I was shaken to my core and beyond. And I truly was like, anyone that could maintain a relationship with this person is an international hero. And also, like, I would probably fake an accent if I was married to Alec Baldwin. You'd I mean, have to. I mean, like, he's... And very typical that his insanity and rage is being... Has been so glossed over over the years. And she's getting raped. He's a balls. loose fucking cannon. He's a loose yeah, cannon. He's a he's loose like, cannon. And all man, you need to do is, is watch his video. Like, can you imagine, like, getting in... Like, his acting... His monologue. Oh, his like his. Purse, I was like, can you imagine lips? trying to have a conversation? No. with this person. His purse lips and like the dramatic like twenty second pause where he's like making us like wait for like he Alec Baldwin is a piece of shit and he's been I'm fully like he's been totally like propped up by like NBC like they all like eat his ass because he's like Donald Trump on SNL which he didn't even do that good of a job let's be real and yeah it wasn't funny he's been fucking like had this late in life career boost because of 30 rock which was like not even he wasn't even the good part i don't even think he was a good part of 30 rock really and he's obviously like has some ability as an actor but like he's had this career boom and like everyone praises him but lest we forget that he called his fucking six-year-old at the time daughter a pig and has like called photographers like cocksucking faggots and beaten them up and like or like pushed them and like gone after gay people like he's a loose fucking cannon and has anger problems he's a yeah he's un i diagnosed him as unwell he's a fucking he gets an unwell prognosis from one and only dr shane halls he is a rageaholic like narcissist and i you know She's not the big baddie here. He is. And yeah. he's fully unhinged. And that's all I have to say about that. Well, I was like, this is actually like, we need to investigate this man. He's been investigated. Like, Alec I know, Baldwin but like, <laughs> has had it shows you what straight men in Hollywood get away with. True. Like, also, like, can you imagine? If any one of my friends or someone I knew made a video like the one Alec made, I would call Cedars and arrange a bed for them. No, it's totally gurney and material. pay out of pocket like for them to get the yeah. help they so desperately need. And like I would band together a group of people to fifty one fifty them because that was truly unhinged. I'm like actually worried about like the well-being of that family and that made me worry because then i went back then i started i watched both of their like videos about this scandal and i went back through her like social media and she's really just been like she's had a lot of ad partnerships she like raises her brood of children she does like a yoga she has five kids. She has like an insane yoga body. And I'm just like, wow, props to Hilaria. And I was glad to see like part. I was glad to see that she was getting some ad revenue because I was like, honey, you need to like make your own income. And get away. <laughs> and then leave this man, please. We're make this short, make sweet. This short and sweet. You need to leave him. Sorry to this man. But yeah, I was like, get out. Get out. No, you're so right. I mean, she's she's pretty harmless. Like, if someone wants to have a fake accent, like honestly, 
I'm I'm I was a little like baffled and disturbed by it, but like honestly, she, you're right. She isn't hurting anyone. If someone wants to have a fake accent, like let him do it. And I, yeah, I mean, we've let Lindsay have a fake accent for a really long time. I was and so she excited. actually did try and like kidnap children on yeah, the streets. She, she tried in to France. kidnap like, like a homeless kid, so like a refugee yeah, child. Like, so like she. <laughs> She needs an investigation. But, like, most of all, like, usually a fake accent isn't really, like, hurting anyone. Except the person doing the fake accent. And more people have fake accents that... You will meet more people that have fake fake accents than you even expect to. There's a whole population of people that are faking accents on the Dales. Especially in LA. Mm Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, you're right. I think he's the real... The real reveal is... We knew he was nuts, but just how angry and full of rage that man is. And he's on, like... He's now reposting, like, Robert Kennedy Jr., who's a a staunch (laughs) anti-vax, like, icon. And Alec I love, like, when you take it there, then you're... All bets are off. So, like, he potentially is, like, a QAnon person... And or like some kind of anti-vax or just like fear of big, like this, the fear of like some oppression or some oppressive. I don't know. Speaking of anti-vax, some of my favorite news that really got glossed over in the last week was that Anwar Hadid came through and he said he will not be taking the vaccination. Good for and that him. He he is not supporting it and the human body can do amazing things. You know, as someone who has been afflicted with Lyme disease, like he and his siblings and mom have, I would, I would think that they're, they probably would consider themselves like compromised. You would think you would, one would think. So I'm surprised that Anwar, who is a victim of Lyme and chronic illness would not, want um to not die Mm -hmm. or get really sick but you know what congrats to the team more power to you yolanda being an anti-vaxxer would be a great twist miss um queen of queen of ivs queen of ivs yolanda hadid i don't we don't know her vaccination thoughts but i welcome her to bring them to the public sphere she is like living her truth on a farm in new york and like or upstate new york and just like going pennsylvania or pennsylvania you're right and wasn't didn't you send me that link that like jelaine possibly hid out hid there there was some sort of jelaine um connection to the hadid's pennsylvania farm yeah but i think getting out in the country has been a good thing for yola and yeah i think that 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 hopefully she's found peace no she looks she looks really happy but anwar should (laughs) i just love needing to like throw your hat in the anti-vax ring yeah he's like if i get i love this like fatal if anyone knows it's definitely anwar hadid what the body is capable of truly i i mean bella knows what it's capable of her face molted and changed so like she's mm-hmm. she's been in- yeah the body maybe anwar believes that bella has never had plastic surgery and so he thinks like when you reach a certain age your face just completely changes yeah 
and like your nose changes a shape and your whole profile changes in your lips. And so he's seen her and was like, wow, the body can do incredible things without any sort of scientific or medical intervention. Why should I get vaccinated? I want my face to just become like a lava lamp and just like Mm -hmm. my uh, like just drift all around my and then like assemble in a in a new way. I would love that. Yeah. I would love to push a face button and then have my face just like pull itself into like a Russian plastic surgery after picture. Yeah. Um, but yeah, wish I wish him well. I wish Yolanda well. Um, I've been loving the kind of like fatalistic spin i've been seeing on instagram from either like influencers instagays or celebrities who are just like if i get it i get it i'm gonna live my life you should too. you know like the gays that are partying yeah. right now in tulum or puerto vallarta like they're all they're all being like say what you want behind your computer screens like you be miserable have fun being boring and miserable while i'm living my life at this point it's survival of the fittest i'm just like damn yeah tulum is a real hot spot right now and, that's like and, the place to be and pv pv also seems yeah that's also another hot spot but i, I just love their like Tulum. I, I heard like that these party zones in mexico like it fully is just like it's like COVID doesn't exist yeah which seems i guess is like fun i guess if you're like getting it and not affected and beating it and you're like fine then it's fine but i don't know i guess i just worry about being the one person that gets it and then like dies tragically there's also like that new strain i'm not super down to like go to a maskless rave right now but like let's talk but i would have over the summer (laughs) No, I mean, in the summer was chiller in LA, but yeah, but yeah, the, I, I mean, mean I, talk to me in a couple months. I'm fucking sick of this shit. I just want, I would like, like a black market vaccination. And we can get in line, honey. <laughs> but I mean, I, I, I personally know a few people that I've seen on Instagram who were like either in Tulum now or have been there. And I'm, I'm not even like, I'm just kind of like, you know what? like live your life i'm like love that for you if someone's traveling love it for you i can't i don't want to see that because it makes me sad that i can't travel but i don't want to see that i don't need to see that but like i send you nothing but love and light and health and like travel far and wide and i hope that you don't get sick i hope you don't get sick and then like you know, hope you don't give it to someone that you care about that gets sicker than you might and um, love that for you. So I hope that you found what you're looking for is all I have to say. And to the gate. And send me a gift. Send me a gift from a souvenir of sorts. I'm I'm more speaking about like the gay, like the circuit gays that are like at like these. It's like if you're going to do that, I don't give a shit. Just don't. Don't make it my business by like, don't like post. It's like that meme, like no one. And then like gay and Puerto Vallarta being like, it's survival of the fittest. You know, it's like, okay, I didn't need to know that. And like, I don't care. Like, I didn't ask you about your philosophy on life. So like, if you want to go and do GHB and like, get like fingered on the dance floor, like love that for you. 
who doesn't like to get fingered on the dance floor but like if you consensually but like if you are posting it in my face and being like you don't know what it's like have fun being boring at home like i will live my life the way i want to without anyone asking like then yeah now now you're like making it my business and like i'm gonna have something to say about it yeah you're putting judgment on my decision to stay at home and eat pizza also, four times a week and i didn't even say anything so it's like none of <laughs> like most of us didn't ask for this this deranged instagram story yeah and clearly no one stopped anyone from traveling because it's still happening oh yeah this ruse that like travel is banned is like clearly disproven yeah i'm also just like would love i I mean hopefully this is all over soon and then we all resume traveling and like i guess i'm just like kind of fine to put a cork in it for now in hopes that my travel day will come in like later in the year put a pin in it also my psychic said don't travel internationally for all of 2020 and i listened to that guy because he really knows a thing or two you did anyways but should we get into some other crazy bitches that will party no matter what anyone says these party girls Um, these party girls so this is a crazy doozy of an episode i was loving this episode it also was every part of it was something i would not want to be involved in yeah down like to the, usually there's down to even the dates like the anything yeah. was like usually there's one thing that i'm like oh my god that would be fun but this truly became brett's house of hell yeah and like you're you've entered the void as a contestant on rock of love like dita von Teese meets gladiator american gladiators <laughs> like i will not <laughs> or just gladiator featuring russell crowe <laughs> so this episode begins with Roxy finally getting some like primo airtime. Yeah, but as soon as they showed her and her being like, I have this, I was like, you're going home. I know this whole, yeah. at this point, I know the formula of like who gets a storyline on certain episodes that they're just doing the storyline so they can wrap up why they leave at the end. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, man, Roxy, like the clock is ticket. Like your seconds are numbered. Yeah, it wasn't meant to be. Mm-mm. This maybe was the wrong house, but like it, you're going to be, you're doing yourself and you're yeah. doing yourself a favor. It's fine. Um, I was, I didn't really notice it from the last episode, but I was, I was like, not even like weird, like in a bad way. I was just like shocked by her lip rings. Oh yeah. I've always been intrigued by those since day one, a double, a double lip ring, a double ring and not like a stud. I like that they're rings. So they're just in, you don't have to like worry about them. Nothing gets stuck in them. They're right. just like in on either side. Kind of a hot look. Kind of hot. Kind of like, how do you, probably a little hard to talk out of those, but. I don't think so. Cause they're so tight to your right. lip. You probably just don't notice them. Hard to put on lipstick and not get it on the ring. Yeah. I've never been into like lip rings. A lip ring. 
I think that they could be like, there's cute ones, but it's like, I wouldn't want something in there 24 seven. No. Also probably some food is like hard to eat. Like if you're eating like a chopped yeah. salad and just like your, your lips are so vascular. True. I, I just would be worried about infection, but mm-hmm. she's rocking it. She's owning it. She's worried about getting one-on-one time with Brett. So we know that like, as Laura said, we know she's going home. Um, they, they all assemble in their living room and Megan is the one to read Brett's challenge description poem. <laughs> I just love hearing her read. Me too. Everything's her really cadence sexy. is really good. She, and she rhymes and then giggles. Mm-hmm. The <laughs> description lends itself to some kind of athletic event. And yeah, and also like a fight, like a physical fight, a yeah. brawl of some sort. And Megan goes, and I would have been like, I'm fucking out. She goes, I hope I'm not. I don't really have a lot of athleticness, which I was like, <laughs> love that word. There. <laughs> um, so we end up, the girls all assemble and they, they get into their van or whatever, or their bus, and they head over to a warehouse where the roller derby rink is set up. So <laughs> we're going dirt. We're going full whip it. Directed by Drew Barrymore. I have never been into roller derby. I can say with 110% confidence, I will never be into roller derby. It, I categorize that into rockabilly territory, which is another thing that I can't deal with. Same here. And like roller derby, long twirly mustaches and rockabilly are all things that are nunca for me and this is why we are sisters because mm-hmm. why we're astral, we see eye to eye on the important things we are astral twins because i all of that stuff is my fucking hell and mm-hmm. a long like rocky and bullwinkle boris like ooh, waxed mustache wax like mustache. a deliberately long waxed mustache mm-hmm. i'm like go Walk off a cliff. Yep. And rid society of you. Uh, mutton chops. Um, rockabilly. Mutton chops, I can get a little oh! bit more. <laughs> Two roads diverge in a You wood. hang up and we never speak we again. We never speak again. Mutton chops. We never speak of this and then there's can, just like a new. <laughs> much like much like me with my love, my initial love of Lindsay's jean skirt outfit. <laughs> You can see yourself out the door with that mutton chops. With the love of mutton chops, get out of here. I can, I can oh! get behind a mutton chop. I can. It just reminds I me, can handle a mutton chop. It reminds me of like Billy the Butcher, like Gangs of New York, like me getting like my face dented in by like an like some like homophobic like like an man. Irishman. Like an Ir- yeah, yeah. I just. And rockabilly on a girl, on a woman, it's just... Rockabilly on anyone is honestly... I mean, I guess men pull it off better than women. But like but women, women with like little like like queen of hearts lipstick where it's like... And like a Whoa! mini bang a mini- and a tiny top hat. No. Alice in Wonderland like cosplay. Yeah. And oh. almost like steampunk is really difficult oh. for me. But there's some... 
steampunk that I can deal with, but I won't like it. You know, but it's not an an immediate off with her head for me. It's an off with her head for me the minute I seen steampunk. And you know who is decidedly <laughs> steampunk is the Vanderpump universe. They love steampunk, they and love- that's kind of what made me love steampunk a little bit more because Sandoval is steampunk at his core and he's a little bit alice in wonderland cosplay like i've seen him in some questionable stripes but i I give steampunk a pass because he he has made me okay he has normalized steampunk for me to the only to the degree that it can be like i don't want to kill someone for being steampunk i can excuse sandoval because he's sexy and cute yeah but i'd say 99.9 percent of steampunk it's just like gears and it's a visceral reaction for me. Yeah. And it is. Uh, Tom Tom is very steampunk. Just I, I'm not into speakeasy culture. I'm not into like those bars where the bartenders all wear like rolled up white shirts and suspenders. Like, yeah, like kind of long under long johns. And they're making like whiskey drinks. Yeah. There's a lot of those in like Brooklyn and um Especially off the I've bed never fit, understood the bed that. Stop. I yeah, anything like bed. Okay, Brooklyn is also ground zero for a lot of that like speakeasy mustache steampunk style, and also like Brooklyn loves like prairie. Like like one time I got off the subway in Brooklyn and was like the first stop in, and there was like on the L train, like a woman dressed up like a prairie dancer and someone playing like an old violin she was kind of like tapping her clogs on the floor and i was like this isn't the great depression you fucking psychos like (laughs) this is 2012 like get the fuck out of here (laughs) that is that's really put a damper on my brooklyn boner to see like prairie cosplay underground i'm like can you just get up there and like Go work at a coffee shop. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> but like, <laughs> stop yeah. clogging underground. Like this, like a woman with a lipstick with her mouth that looks like it's on the on her like far side of her cheek, almost with like lip. <laughs> and like, I wish you could see what I'm doing because it sounds like I'm just. But I've never seen lipstick like that. Have you ever seen like? Like, I've seen like the little tiny like lips that are like Allison, oh like, like fucking Betty Boop sh- shit like yeah it's very Betty Boop cosplay falls up, into that pin up like rockabilly girl rockabilly guy guys and gals like I just you know I, if that's what your thing like I <laughs> I'm sorry but I can, <laughs> I can I can like, love you, you as really a person to- but I cannot support you. I can't love you, but I can accept that you exist and I won't ask for, I won't, I don't ever want to interact with you and, but I won't root for your failure, but I will root for you to get a grip. Remember, remember the band Carmen? No. Oh, Laura, come on. What was Carmen? Remember, uh, She's in song. I can do it, baby. Tell oh my god, yeah. You mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Me. Yeah. Do it, honey. Can you mind? Can you mind? Can you mind tonight? Were they Betty Boop? Yeah, they were Rockabilly. 
get the fuck out of here. That's the thing I'm talking about. The only person that can give me that energy that I truly am like, yes, is Dita Von Teese. Like, she's the only person that gets a pass from me. But she doesn't even do rockabilly. It's like... Her own thing. She's like couture. Like, yeah, she's in like another sphere. It might have started off rockabilly, but it morphed to something else. And I actually don't think it ever did start off rockabilly. She's just always been on her own journey. And I bless her for that. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate that. I'm into like Sean Young and Blade Runner with a little bit of rockabilly hair. Mm-hmm. as a replicant but like that's as far as i'll go yeah we all have our we all have a rockabilly threshold mine is extremely low but i will it's tolerate incredibly it incredibly low if i like you or if it's but this gets into like immediate rockabilly territory with a roller derby moment and it also i'm like this is a lawsuit waiting to happen A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. 
This year, love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. So basically, they're going to divide the girls up in teams. They have an actual like professional LA roller derby team. Roll, derby They're like, gals. welcome the roll derby gals featuring Lacey. And I just like gasped when Lacey came out. Lacey returns, guys. Lacey I fucking was returns. <laughs> both excited and horrified to see her again. Like she elicited like such an emo, like a deep, like bodily emotional yeah. response. She has her power uh-huh. cannot be understated. She's been like hiding in the basement of the house. Mm-hmm. No. I don't even think she's on this roller derby team. I think that they just brought her out because it made sense. She seemed like the least aware of her body yeah, amongst no, the roller girls. They were like, we just need like a maniac who's okay with like <laughs> tackling people and like potentially killing them. Yeah. Or like, Lisa was like, how about me? <laughs> and then they, and then, they heard, then they heard a rustling. The production in the, was meeting in the basement. They heard a rustling <laughs> in the crawl space and they turned and they opened the lights and they just saw. <laughs> How long have you been down here, Lacey? Longer than you think. Yeah. Her tongue, she like has a forked tongue now, yeah. kind of slithered out. And she was like. <laughs> so as we saw, as we knew, there's going to be some appearances of season one girls to kind of fuck with the girls and shake things up a little. And, and all the women, all the competition, uh, the women competing have a strong reaction to Lacey. Like all of them hate her. Yeah, they're not down. Someone goes, I can't believe that conniving slut is back. (laughs) Yeah, Ina's like, I'm going to take this bitch out. Like, they're ready to... Lacey's like, hee And... Hey, everyone! Hey, everyone! Don't worry, I won't go too hard on you! (laughs) (laughs) That is her. But also, okay, so their challenge is that they have... The three teams of girls that have never roller derbied have to like protect a baby brett in a stroller yeah so the- and then they're gonna unleash the hounds on them aka the derby gals to like come and try and beat the fuck out of the baby and also beat them in the process i was like this i would be like no i'm not doing this like i'm not gonna that seemed really weird to me i also was like i just wrote brett go to therapy 
Like, yeah. He's like, he really did, needs therapy after the way this whole episode panned out. I was like, you're an, you're a broken man. But like being like, you have to protect baby Brett in a stroll. I was like, gross. Mommy issues. Do you want to fuck this woman or do you want her to like breastfeed you? Like, what do you both? <laughs> what, what do you want? He wants both. Yeah, but just admit it. I know. I would like love all of the rock of love to lead to like a magical like awakening for Brett where he like understands his like life purpose and like his darkness and his light and then comes out like a wiser and better man. Yeah. But I don't think that that's where this is going. No. I also love Angelique has no idea what's going on. I don't think she's ever even heard of roller derby. Like it cuts to her face and she looks so confused. And I was laughing. Angelique's like, we don't do this in Paris. No one would ever. That's actually a great, like Europe has no rockabilly. It's true. Someone, I mean, correct us if we're wrong, but I'm pretty sure like, France has no rockabilly. Well, I guess England kind of has like the mutton, like England. I don't consider it. It's not in the EU. <laughs> well, not anymore. Um, yeah, Brexit. But... I I accept. <laughs> I honor Brexit and <laughs> <laughs> I honor the Queen's Isle. That, the whole European Union should actually be really glad for Brexit because they no longer have to be anywhere linked to rockabilly england victoria yeah i'm also not into like like oh a chimney sweep like that whole era yeah like, and Sweeney ireland t- does Sweeney like Todd. yeah ireland does like a they can do like a mustache i feel like they're like mustachey yeah in like a way that i don't appreciate totally but like i don't think that what are you trying to say about irish people i'm trying to say that they have some they like have, waxed mustache as a, energy that I don't like. As someone who is mostly Irish, yes. You know. I fucking know. <laughs> you fucking know what they do with their mustaches and their beards. Um But yeah, Angelique, like, I think came out of the womb and like was immediately forty years old. Yeah. She, I think she was born exactly how she looks today. Yeah. Naked as the and likes to be naked and truly is just like a sex kitten. I love her and I was I'm I'm angry for her. I'm angry for her and she truly is just like she doesn't get it. Even no. when she's competing later, you just a shot of her just hanging off to the side. Like she's not gonna do this and I don't blame her. Um Catherine goes, I rollerblade every day. Didn't look like it. <laughs> yeah. She fell like immediately. <laughs> they're all like the love witch <laughs> the love witch rollerblades every single day i could see her rollerblading like around like manhattan beach or something that's what i that's what, I, that's what she listens yeah. to down in like hermosa beach she is love witching when jim carrey's like hold please and then he goes and he goes that was a fucking good movie 
It was. And that's Catherine's yeah. energy on blades. <laughs> like, not blading competitive, competitively, just like blading to glide and cast spells on men wherever she goes. She's on a team with Daisy, Megan, and Destiny, and she's not happy. Yeah, he put all the hottest girls on the team together. But Catherine's like, I'm going to have to carry this. Like, these girls don't know what they're doing. And then she's like, I've never even talked to them, but now we have to talk strategy. Now we have to talk strategy. And I'm just, I'm honestly kind of concerned. And, but they end up, Daisy's like, let's do this. Like, I've got point A to point B. And Catherine's surprised. Mm -hmm. Pleasantly surprised. Um, the pink they're the pink team and so they get called up first to compete and they just get fucking hammered so basically like the real derby girls like they get like a 10 second head start pushing the baby doll of brett in the stroller and then the actual derby girls like come out and chase them and like basically try (laughs) to tackle them and then punch the baby yeah terrified like imagine one of those derby girls coming after you i'm gonna have nightmares about that I feel like I have had a nightmare about that on skates where you like can't get away. I'm not a good skater. I'm like pretty uncoordinated on blades. Yeah. And me too. I would, I would not survive. I used to go to roller skating parties for the school, like the school would have like Mm -hmm. on like a Wednesday night and it was always very stressful. Did you ever yeah. do that, like roller skating parties in your class? Oh, always. I mean, that was like the hot spot to have a party, like a birthday party when we were growing up. So, like, remember the smell? Mm-hmm. Such a musty pizza. Musty pizza. They serve hot dogs that were just red. Do you remember red hot dogs? Yeah, it smells like just socks. Unnatural and satanic. And the and then the this the pro like skaters that would monitor it like the older people would come in and Mm -hmm. spin the pin and give out prizes did you ever do that probably and they would do always backwards skate and like glide around there would always be a dj there was a mom who was like the cool mom in the class and like everyone was obsessed with her and she was there and she skated and like all the other parents were just like watching and she was like skating and she all the kids were, were lined up on the side while she was skating and like was so good at it. And all the kids put their hands out for her to slap as she came down and she didn't slap mine. Uh, and I, I felt, <laughs> I felt like, so I was like, Oh my God, I'm, I'm so no apart. justice. I was like, I felt so like apart. She othered you. She othered me. I was not cool enough for a hand slap. Lasting skate trauma. The red team comes up. Oh, but what, also another detour. <laughs> you, you went. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Um, remember the movie Whip It with Ellen pa- Elliot Page and Elliot mm-hmm. Shawcat. I wanted to see that movie so bad because Diablo Cody wrote it, or and Drew Barrymore directed it, and no one wanted to see. I was in college, and no one wanted to see it with me except my one friend Caitlin, and she and I went to the movies together to see Whip It. And we were the only ones in the theater. Yeah. Whip it was not. And I was. It wasn't it. <laughs> Stop trying to make roller derby happen. Like, it's not going to happen. Like, just get the fuck over it. And I like, rode go for blade, whip it. Go blade on the fucking sidewalk somewhere. I, I rode for whip it. 
You Julia. loved it. I think I saw it and I was like really I was also excited about it because it had like Kristen Wiig. a stellar it had like everyone that I wanted involved in it, involved in it. And then I saw it was incredibly underwhelmed and I was just like <laughs> now I hate roller derby even more for sucking me in for tantalizing me and trying to seduce me mm-hmm. and then showing me nothing it's just not it's like not cool there's nothing cool about roller derby there isn't Wait, you who, can't change my mind who played the mom in that oh marcia gay harden so Iconic. many stars anyway so so the derby girls are plowing through the pink ladies they're, they're yeah they like, just beat the shit out of them <laughs> and when they get the doll they like actually punch the doll's face yeah because there's a doctor on the sidelines who's gonna examine the baby afterward and in his like little chiron or cryon or however you say it it was like doctor so-and-so then an asterisk was like not a real medical doctor and i love like having to clarify that so what and whatever baby gets the most damage or the least damage is the team that wins right so then the red team comes out and peyton god bless her she fights hard peyton who, by the way, is a Melissa Leo character. She is Melissa Leo. Oh, my God. You nailed it. She, like, at one point, she, she steals the stroller away from someone who's getting pummeled. And she just takes the reins and just charges. And she is actually good at skating. And I was crying watching her fly away with the stroller. Because I was like, this has happened to her before. <laughs> she's had to fight tooth and nail to like get ahead in this world and she's doing the damn thing yeah lacy but they also get like they get pretty pummeled by the derby gals too peyton gets she eats shit and after a and they rip that baby's they rip that baby's arm off during the red teams i also swear this is literally lacy's dream to like punch girls and punch babies yeah it's just like her fantasy realized she she kind of fa- she kind of falls off though like you don't you forget that she's there after a while because i think that i don't think that she's actually that good of a skater yeah. or anything like it's all kind of for screen time i think they could but, have utilized her a little i think they could have had her be less of like in the game with them and more like judging or something like trolling and like hanging with them off to the side like kind of trying to get into their heads yeah like like, she could have been the referee and like announcing what's happening as they're skating and trolling them with her like announcements yeah they didn't they didn't use her well um brett in regards to peyton fighting hard in the rink he goes it just makes me want to breed and i was like you're fucking disgusting Disgusting. Pig person part 8,000. I literally out loud, I said, ew. Breed. It makes me want to breed. Like you're some pig in a farm. <laughs> <laughs> like you're a sow. You're the sire to some sow and go breed. It's like so gross. Breeding is like such a derogatory term to me. It's, yeah, it's. It's, it's a it's, real. It's I don't think I'd ever tell someone to like breed with me. <laughs> Or breed, breed me, breed me, breed me. I mean, it's it, it means different things. I don't think it, it, means, it means different things in the gay community. <laughs> what does it mean? No condom. Yeah, it means getting a load fucked inside you, raw dogged, yeah. and then in breed to breed, finish. Breed me. 
breed me. <laughs> Question mark. It just makes me think of farm animals. Yeah, but like to say it to like a woman is it like makes you extra breed. like I don't. It's you like you, yeah, like you're some fucking cow. You're like just like a horse in a field, and the, you get a boner, and then some field hands like lead you up to another horse. Or like it's just like very animalistic and not in a hot way to me. All my breeders out there, like love and light, <laughs> breed but away. It, it's, it is like it's very like alien. Like you are, you have ripe, you have ripe age and body factors to breed. Mm-hmm. Like we breed now. It's like it's so gross. <laughs> it's so gross. <laughs> Angelique is horrified at everything that's going on. And when they rip the arm off the baby and like ride around, she goes, did she just take the arm off the baby? Yeah. Angelique's like horrified. <laughs> She's a mother. She's like not okay with this. She can't handle it. And I, I feel her on that. This is like what <laughs> like French people think of America. Yeah. It was a real like culture shock for her. Yeah. Christy Joe leads the blue team to victory and just like like kills the game like easily escapes from the derby gals yeah christy joe had a really she did not have a good i felt like she was too big for this game yeah like she maybe she was a derby gal at one point she knew too much no, but also, like, I, she just got, like, she was picked as, like, the one everyone would go for after this. Yeah, and also, I hate Christy Joe. I'm going to be honest. I'm not team Christy Joe. I yeah, think she needs to get the fuck out of there. I th- I don't like her, like, crying no. and whining all the time, and I'm done with her. Yeah, it was... And I remember feeling this way when I originally got into Rock of Love season two, and it's all coming back to me. It was not it was not her show to be on. I'm staunchly anti Christy Joe. Yeah. But then, so everyone was like, wow, this annoying person just kicked all of our asses. Like she now must die. Mm-hmm. And the doctor does the diagnosis on each of the babies. And I was like, this is dark. He's he's like Baby number one, pink team, suffered, like, shaking trauma, mass internal bleeding, spine trauma. Like, literally, like, saying a medical prognosis on this baby. And he's like, I do not think that this baby would survive. Yeah. And then he's like, red team, suffered, the baby suffered a loss of a limb, shaking trauma, brain trauma, I think that this baby would maybe survive, but have a very never lead a normal life. And then it wrote like prognosis challenged. <laughs> like the baby would be like disabled. And then I was like, then he's like the blue baby had a little bit of shaking trauma, a little bit of head trauma. But, ultimately- but I think that ultimately with some therapy, it would go on to lead a kind of normal life. And it said prognosis rock star. And they're all like, yeah. Um, so Christy Joe's team along, I kept writing destiny killed it. (laughs) I kept mixing her up with destiny. They're very easily conflatable. Um, but so it's 
Christy Joe, Angelique, Ina, and Aubrey. Uh, Aubrey, I am. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Aubrey is, is a place of no. Aubrey is a full no for me as well. Yeah. Mm. So the blue team wins, and then Christy Joe gets the solo date, and the rest of the girls have to go on a group date. And Angelique says of the group date, she says, I'm going to fuck him so good he doesn't think about anyone else. So her plan is just to fuck Brett's brains out. Good for her. And I love that for her. But he takes them to a a strip club in yeah. downtown LA. That looks like it's in like a very desolate part of LA. Was it there or was it on the Sunset Strip? I couldn't tell. I, I Googled it and I think it was downtown. Ugh, I think I might have been there before. Really? It's like a burlesque strip club. There was a speakeasy. Oh, it's not a strip they're... club because they yell it. So it's it's a burlesque club. I'm pretty sure that maybe 40 Deuce also had... A Sunset Strip location? I don't know. It, I thought it was Hollywood at first. So made that Or West Hollywood. So I could see that that is true. Who knows? We'll never know. The COVID has taken out. Yeah. Removed a need for Ivan Kane's 40 deuce. Yeah. But it's like a burlesque club. And so Brett's like, I shut down the club for just us. And like, we're going to see a dancer and then all of you guys can dance for me. And I was like, this is not a fucking date. I know. I was this just is like, sex this is, slavery. <laughs> I, I was just like, wow, Brett, like way to take them to somewhere you want to go. Yeah. Also like, don't shut it down. Like I want to go out and be in like a crowd of people. Like I want to be like in the mix at like a VIP table with my man. Yeah. And like, I don't want to like give them some sit give in them, a, give them a quiet break. bar. Yeah. Let them like, have what some the fuck? Fun. So um, this woman dances burlesque and she, she's really good. She's incredible. Angelique is so like excited and cheering for her. And there's like, she looks amazing. All the other women are definitely like look a little intimidated, but Angelique mm-hmm. is I was like she's a woman that celebrates women. Yeah, and she's just like down to be sexy. And the woman is she's the dancer is incredible. Yeah, she was really good. Um and Brett's just like, "Oh yeah." And then he's like, "So now all of you are going to do your best burlesque." So he forces all of them to go up and do their own like routines for him. And Ina goes first. And <laughs> Brett described her as a U- Ukrainian love tank. I know. I was like, gross. Also- Don't ever call a woman a tank. For Like rule number one, yeah. no woman wants to be described as a tank. As a tank. And also, she's so tall. She's like six. She's also very bad at burlesque dancing. Brett was just like, Brett says she's not good. Yeah. He's like, she sucked at it, but she's hot. Yeah. Then Aubrey, who is truly from the jump dressed like the Babadook (laughs) attending a Matrix themed rave. I was like, it was steampunk. It was, she wore a top hat on a date and like a long coat with tails. She... Was doing a lot of hat work in this episode. And she did a lot of hat work. She flicked her hat off and onto the table. 
And Which I was just like, thank God she took that hat off. Let's, any hat work is too much hat work. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is not a magic show. This is a, no. this is a night out in Los Angeles. If you're going to do she that, does go pretty to the well. fucking Magic Castle. Yeah, go on over to Magic Castle, which also is kind of steampunk, like, mustache energy. Did you hear they're getting um, sued? For what? Sexual assault. Like, makes sense. I mean, some guy was found with, like, a plastic bag over his head, dead. Did you know that? In the Magic Castle? Yeah, recently? Last year. He was found, like, in a closet with a bag over his head. What? Yeah. Was he killed at the castle? No, they think he like was doing some kind of like asphyxiation thing. Just like in the magic castle. <laughs> he like killed himself apparently, but isn't that fishy? That's really weird. That place... I never liked the magic castle. Honestly, their food sucks and they make you they have like a very strict dress code. And the one time I went there, they were like absolutely no open-toed shoes and like I went there wearing Birkenstocks because I literally did not have like dressy shoes at the time. Like it did not have yeah. a pair of dressy shoes and they made me wear flats. They had like an extra pair of weird flats and they Ew. forced me to wear them if I wanted to get in. And you also have to buy dinner there and like wear their food. Like you have to eat their shitty food. And then like the magic tricks aren't even that fucking good. <laughs> I live down the street. I was not impressed. And I'm every time I drive by, I'm chilled to the bone. It's like the Moloch owl and Dis- the, the yeah. It's like it's like the Disney haunted house. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, I liked walking around the castle and like seeing little secret passageways and stuff like that. But like, how'd you go there? We're, um, I had a friend that had she had an inn there or something. Also, like, it's not hard to go there. You can, all you have to do, just, like, you figure it out. It's not even that great. You're going to spend 80 to to $100 going there. I want to, I want to, part of me wants to just see what it's like inside. I mean, everyone should go there once, but just understand that it's going to be underwhelming and it's cheesy. Yeah. Anyway. Um, anyway. So, Aubrey's doing some Magic Castle shit, but Brett's, like, into it. He's really into her, and that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Because I think she just looks like him, and he really wants to just, like, fuck himself. Yeah. And then... <laughs> then the queen of all queens, Angelique, takes the stage, and she's like, fuck it. Like, I'm getting fully naked. Takes her top off. Takes her underwear off. Flashes her pussy in everyone's faces. And then just, like, rolls around naked and I was like, yes, like you win. But Brett is deeply resentful of it. Yeah, he like he is both turned on, but then his need to shame kicks in. You and see- then he's like, it's actually like disgust. Like he's like everyone's like, ew, it's disgusting. It's like it's a fucking pussy. Like I you've watched porn. You've seen like vaginas before. Yeah, you ha- you have one. Yeah, you literally have a pussy between your legs that you see. Like, you'll live with it forever, probably. Unless you choose otherwise, but it's there. Like, it's not disgusting. And Brett's, you're so right. He has, like, dual... At first, he's like, oh, yeah. And then he just goes, ah. It's like you see the, the torment and his, like, 
I want to fuck this person, but I'm also deeply afraid of her and like intimidated by her. And and I want to like shame her and and belittle her and make her small. But I also love her tits. Yeah. I want to make her pay. I want to fuck her and then make her pay for it. Yeah. He's like, I want to. So he's. That's as much as I celebrated Angelique's this moment for her. I was also like, this is not to be on the show. This was not the thing to do. No. And then the like owner, Ivan Kane comes over and the burlesque dancer. And they're like, we have a rule here at 40 douche. Like we don't get naked. And then he's like, we almost got shut down for that. Like, I was just like, God, you drama Queens, like get over yourselves. Yeah. And also like 40 douche, suck a dick. Iconic. Yeah. Icon. You were blessed to have this legend take the stage and if i'm not wrong in my uh research for you just closed yeah so good riddance bye bye ivan um so they head back to the house and then back of the house there's a lot of turmoil happening with christy joe um <laughs> she someone everyone bullies her mm-hmm I guess Destiny said something about Catherine being like a mom or like being old and Christy Joe told Catherine that. Yeah. And so Christy, Catherine, yeah, Christy told Catherine and then Catherine got pissed at her teammates. Yeah. So Catherine's like how, that. I feel like, and then, so they all, instead of, saying like hey destiny you shouldn't have said that and we're sorry catherine they're like let's go <laughs> blame us on christy joe <laughs> so all the girls yeah. <laughs> all the basically every girl in the house teams up on christy joe and they all come for her and then megan okay i know megan's like her game at people because now as i said i've been watching i love money like essentially like pirating it online and i've gotten to to get a real good look at like megan and she can be really mean like she'll just like cut you to the core and i think since she's so hot it hurts more when like a really hot person calls you ugly than an ugly person calling you ugly she's that's just science She's cruel, but it is it hurts more because she's so hot. Like if she said that to me, I'd feel really bad about myself. But if like Ivan Kane said that to me, I'd be like, You're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, Megan also is also always walking around with like a screwdriver in a glass the size of like a car. She loves being in a bikini or a swimsuit of some sort and carrying a glass of alcohol with her. So she, they all basically go over and like surround Christy and basically just tell her that she's ugly and like a loser and like they're all like, they carry her. They like, they like plug it up. Christy, they throw, Meg- they basically throw tampons at Christy Joe, who's like cowering in the corner, like blocking them and screaming. And Megan goes, "I didn't know we were on a horror show. You look really hideous without makeup. Like ew." And then like <laughs> makes fun of her. And then Christy Joe, like who has no spine, just starts like weeping in the bathroom. She falls victim to their like obvious, yeah, like. And I'm also just like, honey, if you're gonna go on a show like this, you have to be like stronger than that. Well, so she disappears, and 
the rest of the crew gets back from their group date and Aubrey, who's like friends with Christy Joe, goes up to find her and she's crying in the bathroom and Aubrey goes in and she's basically like, you got to toughen up like because you don't want to go home because of this. Like mm-hmm. basically like Brett doesn't like tears. Yeah. And like everyone's partying downstairs and uh, if you miss if you're missing out on parties because you're crying in a bathroom like historically that hasn't ended well for anyone i'm thinking back to rodeo sobbing in the bathroom better son samantha crying yeah brett hates crying he does tiffany crying he likes when daisy cries later yeah he likes crying if you're sexually crying and you're wearing a bikini and you have huge tits exactly um, um so but not like it, he doesn't like want he doesn't like actual sadness so this is now christy joe is now enemy of the state and the next mm-hmm. day she's like she's gonna have her one-on-one date which with brett which is gonna be in the fucking backyard <laughs> um which is the first that was like first mistake for her or like the production was plotting against her from the yeah start. but also the, their date is that she's gonna cook for them I was yeah. like, that's not a date. So she you didn't win. Like, what are you winning if you win the chance to like be a like well, I think a it kitchen was, witch? Well, no, I think I think the date was just them hanging in the backyard, but she she wanted she decided to cook for him. Hmm. I think. So she's like grilling up a storm, cutting potatoes. It actually looked really good. Yeah, I was hungry. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so Christy Joe's Billy busy being a grill girl and, um, the other girls devise a plan to like basically sabotage Christy and Brett's date by like using their VIP, anyone who has a VIP pass using that pass to steal Brett away. Yeah. Cash it in at just the right time to just troll the hell out of Christy Joe. So Daisy and destiny are going to like interrupt Roxy's like, shit i gotta use mine too at some point but all the girls basically gather around to watch the shit so go down mm-hmm. shit show so christy joe and brett meet and they start talking and christy joe and they're getting deep and then she drops the bomb that she's still legally married yeah she's been married twice yeah. and she's still legally in her second marriage and like mentions that she's had to get it annulled and like file a restraining order no, Brett's like immediately turned off and it's not, she's like basically asking for a plane ticket home. Mm-hmm. And then meanwhile, as she's dropping these, like just the things you don't want to say on a date bombs, unfortunately, <laughs> D- uh, destiny interrupts and she's also wearing a top. She's, Bob Fosse could never. Yeah. Destiny, the top hats and sparkly fedoras in this episode are the third are the character no one's talking about yeah destiny saunters up and she goes i want to cash in my coupon right now i love calling it a coupon and brett's (laughs) like uh he's like well you know okay i'll honor that but like you know we're in the middle of like a date and she's like yeah i know she goes i want to cash it in and i'd like her to leave and brett's (laughs) like and brett you think he's annoyed, and then in his testimonial, he's like, I'm kind of turned on by it. So, Everything turns him on. So she go, she makes... When her, is Brett not kind of turned he's on? He's always horny. He's always horny. Look at, like, a curtain and be like, 
that curtain was sheer I'm not gonna lie kind of turned me on <laughs> the way that curtain rippled in the wind not gonna mm-hmm. lie you could kind of see through it <laughs> not gonna lie so <laughs> not only does she leave does she make Christy Joe leave destiny then goes I think I'm gonna have a piece of that steak she made <laughs> <laughs> and then proceeds to straddle Brett like cowgirl style mm-hmm. and sits right on his lap like an inch away from his face and all the girls are like, woo! Like, power move! <laughs> like, they're all cheering. <laughs> and then you cut to Christy in, in the house, and she's, like, looking pissed as hell, drinking a beer. Yeah, she's just sitting. She was, like, very memeable in that moment, she like, was. with her beer. She was. Um, and Destiny, her intervention and coupon cash-in really worked in her favor. Like, Brett's into it, and they, like, talk for a little bit. She tells him about her having heartbreak in her life and then they make out everyone's just so traumatized in this house this is it mm-hmm. this is literally trauma of love trauma of love rock of trauma yeah. rock of trauma please let, let me, me be your rock, of, rock trauma. of trauma so then destiny and brett say their goodbyes and then christy joe comes back <laughs> out and she starts <laughs> crying talking about her life more and i just wrote girl stop yeah get over it like i mean i know like brett is like an emotional like desert but like this is no one wants to have someone crying on a date no like on a first anytime date. you're crying on a date and it's not out of sheer joy like you're you got to get out of there yeah. you got to get off the date and also then, crying over food no a waste of food by a pole by a pool by a pool and then like truly a harbinger of doom is daisy sauntering up to like destroy christy joe's life like just daisy's whole look and she's so little yeah and like dressed pretty psychotically and like i could just imagine it kind of remind me reminded me of like it follows because she just is slowly walking up and truly like your it follows moment is seeing daisy stroll up to you she's like the old maid coming in on (laughs) on the college campus to micah monroe um when you it follows brandy remember to take it back to brandy uh, (laughs) when you give her the coin your it follows moment like you'll never know who will come for you but it will be Daisy. <laughs> she's doing like she's like a bridesmaid walking down the aisle. One together, it was, two so together. So slow. One, yeah, it was. It's terrifying. One foot, two foot, one like just very. And so she comes up and she's like, she kind of <laughs> very in a almost sinister <laughs> way. She goes, "I'd like to cash in my coupon now," and then Brett. <laughs> At this point, Brett is like, even though he's not, I don't think he's into this date, he's like, has some attack of conscience, and he's like, hey, I can't, like, I'm gonna have to ask you to just wait till we finish this date. Mm -hmm. So, she's like, because he he doesn't want to be that rude. Yeah. So, he goes, he goes, you know, she's like, but if it's not a good time, then we could do it later, and he's like, yeah, you know, uh, we still need to talk life and music, and we can't get any of that done if we're getting interrupted every yeah. 10 minutes. So I d- love he's like, he has a real agenda of things he needs to discuss. Life and music. Yeah. So Daisy's like, okay. 
So she goes back, and then her and Brett finish their devastating date. <laughs> train train Brett, wreck of a date. In his one-on-one, he's like, I don't know if Christy Joe has what it takes, because you really need to fight to be with me. All these women are coming up to you backstage. I was like, dating Brett would suck ass. Yeah. You're just constantly getting like attacked. And being like, and being like he doesn't yeah like he doesn't he doesn't have your back really no. he's just like you need to fight and like deal with it no and just like yeah mate he's he will not make you feel a shred of confidence in your or security in your relationship yeah because he's like Sorry. he wants you to be in a place of torture but like so glad to be with him he's like sorry this is just the way it goes they come at me like a wave yeah you gotta, i'm like you're literally a rock star like hire security guards yeah like shield me from this and don't make me cook for you you fucking asshole i want that steak i did want to i might have to like and, and the asparagus go pick up some meat yeah it looked good gonna have asparagus pee later um mm-hmm. so then brett's like because she was so cool about Letting me finish my date with Christy Joe. He's like, I had to pay a visit to Daisy. Just have a little powwow with her. So he goes in the room and they like sit on the bed and Daisy starts crying, but she does it like we said in like a very sexual way. It's sexy crying where she's like, I'm sorry, like I interrupted your date, but like I've just been dreaming about you. It's crazy. And then kind of like cries like turned on crying and yeah. then he's just like tears plus tits yeah he's like i kept looking at her crying and they looked down at her tits and kept looking at her cr- and i was just like oh okay well, she's been dreaming about him she's like astral projecting into the future with brett <laughs> i know part of every me night Daisy's when she lays win. her head down on her circus pillow in the vip <laughs> circus tent lair it's like dude and she has wild dreams of brett daisy's literally living in between two separate realities her dream world and waking life circus dream world daisy is like a total like haunted hay rat hay like haunted house worker she's like she's like the like <laughs> dark dark doll girl that comes up to you and like gets in your face she's like she's a haunted house cast member who goes don't leave me in here i want someone to play with yeah who is like fake like stitching on her neck mm-hmm. <laughs> i want to know like everything about daisy's dream world <laughs> i'm crying it the production value is so much higher this season but like the decor is truly kill yourself decor like it would drive me insane to have to live in this house yeah it's truly hell Mm -hmm. this is what hell looks like and you can never escape and even when you think you've escaped and you're on a date you still have to do some sort of like work for brett yeah domestic work mm-hmm. um so yeah brett and daisy are like pretty locked in that daisy's gonna stay yeah they um, make out i feel like she gets into like the top two 
She might win. She might win, yeah. But then she had her own spinoff. Well, it could be like he couldn't find it again because there has because there's another season. Wait, can I also say fuck Ryan Jenkins, the murderer who murdered someone on I Love Money or murdered someone after he was on I Love Money. He basically, I looked even more into it. Just true crime update. So when that happened, VH1 shut down. They like ended this entire world of shows. New York she all her shows were pulled like they just stopped this like they stopped everything because of this one guy typical it was so awful like so many people's careers and lives were affected by this because he was a complete maniac he was a total maniac that should have never been cast on this show and then somehow just like slipped by and then he literally like ruined this entire world like we might still be living in a world of these vh1 shows which is they are the gift that keeps on giving like at this point i love money and every spinoff from like rock of love and flavor of love is the only thing that keeps me sane i'm gonna have to turn to it it's a it's i now it's my security blanket it's the only thing that makes sense to me anymore it makes like i could watch these people i'm so invested in them like i would do anything for them and they are giving it like i just have to shout it out to them for getting me through the second lockdown because they really are making life worth living i love that destiny shout out to destiny shout out to megan shout out to 12 pack Shout out to White Boy. Real heads know. Real heads know. I don't. Shout out to Rodeo. She's on I Love Money. No. Rodeo does not get a fair shake on I Love Money. They really do Rodeo dirty. Ageism. Justice for Rodeo. Oh my God. Justice for Cindy. You've got to watch. Okay. Damn. Yeah, but this fucking asshole just like literally killed off this entire franchise it's not right stop killing your wives yeah stop fucking murdering there are really a lot of other ways to handle a situation yeah just break up break the fuck up (laughs) just literally yeah anyway so uh it's elimination time destiny's sequin top hat in this is like her outfit is fucking legendary she's wearing chaps over i think it's like chaps over a bikini and then a a sparkly fedora i thought it was a top hat but then when it got closer she is fossy she's She is she's like welcome and bienvenue welcome yeah <laughs> she goes maybe this time i'm ready for all the rock of love girls to put on a production of cabaret she goes maybe this time <laughs> no uh, everybody loves a winner so nobody loves me it's gonna happen and then the, and then they she translates she uh <laughs> goes right into cell block tango yeah she does like a full fossey review 
before Brett can even like, he's like, "Welcome to elimination," and blah blah blah. And it kind of is showing the different girls, and then it just shows Destiny, and a spotlight shines on her, and then she looks into the camera and she goes, "Maybe this time." I wish I knew the lyrics off the top of my head. I have full body chills right now that are about to skyrocket me into the abyss thinking of Destiny breaking into like Liza Minnelli's theme song of Cabaret. Yeah. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen to you. Peyton sits down at the piano and then starts playing. Turn it up. This is Destiny singing. Angelique gets naked at this point. She just takes her top off and is kicking the can-can. Lady happy! That's like a quarantine song. That was actually like beautiful. I know. I'm really happy I needed that. that. Thank you for ushering that into my life because I really, God, what a song. It's gonna happen. (laughs) Destiny. And then it just comes back. I love also just Angelique fully naked doing the can can behind her. Slow can can. And then it's like, then the elimination starts. Yeah. And then it comes back and it's like it never happened. Yeah. Oof. Imagine. Imagine a so, world. Destiny and Daisy get passes immediately. Um, I wrote at one point, I go, when it got down to the wire, I go, Roxy's going to stay. I wrote that. <laughs> and then I wrote, how You were living in I? Daisy's dream world. Yeah, you, the dude got to you. I was like, Roxy's absolutely going home. And then... Catherine gets a pass and he goes, we stay here and continue to rock my world. And she goes, I want nothing more. (laughs) She goes, I want nothing more More than to stay here with you. My pussy tastes like Pepsi Cola. (laughs) And then someone starts playing the recorder. And like she's like, I've got my eye on you. (laughs) I'll 
stay here for you, Brett. I'll stay here. For-. And he's like, all right, thanks, Catherine. <laughs> Enough. And then the score also, okay, they really recycle. There's a certain like riff, like piano riff when things get serious. It's like, that they use in every iteration like they use it in flavor of love they use it in i love money they use it in like new york it's like i'm well versed in the vh1 score game at this point they did like four songs and they just recycled them through the entire universe and they're really good too they stick with you what's that like like, shout out to the score people whoever scored this isn't there one where it's like dun dun yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it comes out of the wire and he, and he picks Christy Joe. I know. Angelique's I would, face, it, cut, it cuts to her and she's like really unclear on why she's not been picked. And she's I, pissed. I was, and like, even though I knew, I was also pissed for her. I knew it was why. Unfair. I knew why she wasn't getting picked, but I was also angry. Yeah. Roxy and Angelique get sent home. It's so unfair. I wrote, Brett makes strippers pay. He does. He was like, Angelique, like, you're so sexy. But unfortunately, like, he's like, you know, I have a history with this. And she's like, yes, yes, of course. And I was like, you're being way too fair. But also, you have bigger things to look forward to than this fucking sewer king. Yeah, he is a fucking sewer king. She, She has, he goes, you're a free spirit. I release you. I watched that with Simon and he goes, is that bad to be a free spirit? (laughs) In Brett's world, in Brett's world, free spirit is just a euphemism for, I think you're a whore. Damn. Unfortunately, I'm like, the good news is Angelique seems to be killing it on the gram. She has 127,000 followers, but she's also really diehard trump supporter really Mm-hmm. damn she's dancing on a beach with a trump flag saying trump 2020 four more years so oh i hope she's not too devastated jesus christ angelique angelique frenchie she's like oh i Get believe i believe in the story of america i believe yeah, in trump. that I'm very unclear on her Trumpism, but I'm pretty clear on everything else. Yeah. She's a free spirit after all. She is. She cannot be tamed. I'll remember her for her, the Angelique I know, which is not Trump. Yeah. yeah. I'll remember her always as taking her top off, putting chocolate pudding, low sugar chocolate pudding on her tits. Mm-hmm. And getting fully naked in the club and flashing her vagina to anyone that within distance. And I think that that's iconic behavior. And then as soon as she leaves and she's waiting outside, you hear this song. yeah that is her that might be her like philosophy you see her walking off on the sunset strip (laughs) 
Anyway. I like God. the cabaret crossover we came up with. <laughs> I love it. It may, it puts the whole world into perspective and makes it way less circus energy mm. and more just like cabaret energy. And I'm into this mashup. You just see Angelique walking down like a giant moon that looks like a paper cutout is just like in the sky. Mm-hmm. And she's just walking around. Money so, makes the world go round. They will go round. They will go round. Money makes the world go round. It makes the world go round. A maca yen, a buck or a pound. A maca yen, a buck. Clinking, clanking sound. Ah, God. Well. Well. Everyone. What a show. We'll see you next time in the new year. We'll see you next year. I said that to my psychiatrist today. No, they were like. He said it to me too. Up to your medication. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> he was like, hmm, he was like thirty-five. Four, no, we're gonna go up to forty milli- millimeters of On milligrams of. That water. note, I have called in several prescriptions for you. I yeah. would love for you to fill them immediately. Mm-hmm. See you next year. Um. Yeah, I'm inexplicably hopeful for 2021. It's not inexplicable. I get it. I think it's. It's good to be hopeful. Don't ask me why. I just don't ask me why. I'm carry I'm, a torch for old 2021. I'm kind of like it could go either way, and I'm I'm prepared for both. So I feel more. I won't be as blindsided. Hopefully, if mm-hmm. anything does go wrong next year, it won't be like last year where I was like, oh my god. I know that worries me though because I always I really do feel like just when you think it's gotten as bad as it could possibly get life can always get worse so yeah i just want it to kind of be on an uptick we'll see though we'll see we'll see we'll keep we'll we'll monitor we'll keep an eye out i've got my eye on you critical but stable is my prognosis for uh this end of the year into the beginning of next year yes everyone stay safe uh you know, but we'll ho- see you actually we won't see you next year we'll see you on Thursday we'll see you on Friday we will we'll see you on New Year's Eve New Year's Day is that New Year's Day mm-hmm. what day is it the 29th um, I thought it was the 28th today 20, oh 30 31st. days half December okay yeah. fuck no December has 31 days yeah Thursday is December 31st oh you're right and that's Days of the Week with Laura and Gary. <laughs> we learned a lot of things on this podcast. Weather, we about dates. Weather, days. Um, write us emails, sexyuniquepodcast at gmail.com or send us messages on the Sexy Unique Patreon. We try and answer every message and we read them on the bonus episodes. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, love and light to you and... Let's, Love and light to you, and we actually will see you next year. We'll see you next year, and everyone hang in there and hold tight and keep your head up high. <laughs> Bye. Bye. When you need- 
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.